Welcome. You're listening to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Today, we are going to talk about etiquette and what we mean by etiquette it is dog etiquette we're gonna share some info around how to set you and your dog up for success on your adventures so to do that we've come up with a list of five ish ten eight ten we'll keep you guessing <laughs> uh tips uh for when you take your dog out in public so there's there's six tips plus one Six plus one. Seven. <laughs> Seven tips. Let's go. Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie. Today, we are going to go over our petiquette rules. Well ideas, rules, list, however you'd like to call it. They're rules. <laughs> In our eyes, they are. Loose rules. Yeah, exactly. So what we're going to do is we're just going to go through our um, our main points. Again, we've got six main uh, points that we're going to go through, and we'll, we'll just go with that. So let's start with number one. This is a big one. Asking for permission first. What we mean by that is even if there is a spot that is considered dog friendly, I always or we always ask for permission first. I find it's just a polite thing to do. Um, the only place I don't do that is in St. Jacob's um, because they have obvious signs on their doors. That's a really good point. Yes. They literally have signs of a dog saying, please bring in your dog. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, but all other places, I always say, hey, is it okay if I bring in my dog before I just waltz in with my d- two dogs? So um, again, I've got two small dogs. Justine has a larger dog. Like it doesn't matter. We, both of us always ask permission. And this applies everywhere, like even breweries. So I know like block three over in St. Jacob's is dog friendly. I always just say, hey, my dog's okay, right? And they'll be like, oh yeah, no problem. Or Always good to check. Yeah, who knows? Maybe rules change. Um, We ran into this a few times in the summer where we were on our Instagram, we're showing a dog friendly spot or a dog friendly patio, say. And then we would get a message like, a month later saying, hey, that spot doesn't actually allow dogs. They they wouldn't allow me and my dog on the patio. So rules do change. So that's why we always ask. Um, yeah. And you really never know what the circumstances could be like off the top of my head. Like they could have a new staff that maybe has allergies or they've got a customer that's really fearful of dogs. So maybe they're not going to let dogs in in that moment. They might already have too many dogs on site. So always good to just poke your head in and check. And I always do this, even when I go to stores, um, I think in stores in particular, when you know they're known for being dog friendly, places like Canadian Tire and HomeSense and Marshalls. See how I didn't forget the name of Marshalls this time? There you go. <laughs> that was key. 
I go into stores like these and I still always kind of do a bit of a check with the staff before I go in because I don't just want to waltz in because you'll be, I mean, if you've ever taken your dog to a store like HomeSense, people are walking around looking at you being like, you can bring your dog in here. Mm -hmm. Um, So I want to make sure I've gotten the go ahead from staff before I bring my dog in just to make sure that, you know, I'm in a good spot. Yeah, and it's just, yeah, like I mentioned, I, I just think it's a, a nice thing to do. We don't want to lose our privileges. Um, that's kind of why we're doing this entire podcast, to be honest. We we don't want to lose our dog-friendly privileges in the area. So mm-hmm. um, being courteous and polite goes a long way. Yep, want to preserve all the dog-friendly spots we've got locally. So 100%. Yeah. Should we move on to number two? Tell me about it, Justine. What is it? I love that we named this one number two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes. Okay. What is it? This was unintentional. Number two is make sure your dog goes pee and poo before you bring them into a public space, onto a patio, whatever that looks like for you. So I have a really quick, very embarrassing story. Oh, geez. <laughs> so I um, was traveling with my two dogs and we were in Frankenmuth, Michigan. Um, if any of you know Frankenmuth, it is like a Christmas town I've we were in there of Frankenmuth okay it's we were there for a dog show it's a great little town um they have the world's largest Christmas store is it really the world's largest Christmas store it's huge I didn't go in but I drove by it and I was like wow it's still going <laughs> it's all big. right anyway we were in Frankenmuth and we were just it was April it was like kind of chilly but we're like no nah, let's walk the streets it's a very touristy place and we entered this spot. It was like they do something around textiles. Frankenmuth is known for textiles anyway. Um, we walk in and we are paying for something. We bought actually a dog toy. They make made dog toys there and I was paying for it. And my dog, she made an accident as I was paying. What kind of an accident? A number two. In the store? Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And I literally ran out. I was so embarrassed. So don't let that be you. Yeah, just just prevent. I mean, when I take my dog to stores, I'm I'm honestly mostly nervous in stores because I don't know. I'm like, this tile floor kind of feels like the laminate in the condo. So is he gonna think it's like an okay place to go pee? Does he pee on the laminate in your condo? No, but like he's had accidents because uh, okay. he's a puppy. Yeah, but like not not normally, but still, I wouldn't want him to have an accident. So even if he pees at home and then I drive five minutes, I make him pee again right before we go inside just to be safe. Because yeah, you don't want there to be accidents. And I mean, patios are confusing for dogs. I mean, some dogs will pee on a sidewalk. So you know, the patio is basically the same. So, you know, just avoid any risk of an accident on a patio and make sure your dog goes um, beforehand. And yeah, I mean, you can also walk away from the patio for a bathroom break with your dog if you need to or from a store, but um, make sure your dog goes to the bathroom before. Avoid the embarrassment I went through in Frankenmuth, Michigan. That's terrible. It was terrible. Where they have the world's largest Christmas store. So moving along to number three, I'm going to pass this one off to Mackenzie because she is the queen of this tip. This is her her niche area. So some people have children and have baby bags. I have dogs and have a dog bag. 
So everywhere I go, I bring a small backpack with me. It's a really cute yellow Herschel backpack. It's It's adorable. It fits everything I need for two small dogs. So I'm just going to walk through what I bring with me when I go somewhere. Um, This again is just like a quick trip. So let me see. What do I include? I include definitely water. So I have a small um, water container in there. It's one of those ones that you you know, push a button, water comes out, and then you push the button, then water goes back in. It's super handy. I bring obviously poop bags because you never know. What I also bring is I always have treats with me. So if my dogs, like if if they're getting bored on a patio, maybe I'll just give them a treat. You know, my dogs, honestly, they're pretty good. They just are obsessed with Mackenzie so they don't get bored. Yeah. Honestly, they just, they just sleep like they I, I, they've been going out with me since for I brought them home. So they're very, very good. But uh, some other things I may bring is maybe a toy, um, maybe some chew toys, but something to distract them, mm-hmm. particularly if you're eating, if you're going to a patio and you're going to eat, that's like, you kind of need your hands to do that. So having your dog distracted is kind of nice. One key thing that I personally bring is a blanket. Mm. That is something I always bring. I actually have this one blanket that is like the travel blanket because my dogs don't like cold surfaces, so I have to bring a portable bed. Her dogs so literally won't sit on a surface that's even remotely cold. Correct. Or like slippery. They Correct. won't sit on my laminate floors. I don't know why we're talking so much about my laminate floors this episode, <laughs> but they literally tell them to sit on my floors and they're like, nah. Yes. I don't want to. You put down a blanket and they sit right away. They're sight hounds. They've got sensitive booties. So we bring a blanket. Um, and it's good because if they get tired, I can literally just wrap them like a burrito and then they'll fall asleep. So maybe if your dog would prefer, you know, their own sacred space, uh, a lot of times I'll put it under the table and then they can just sleep. Um, so that's my big what to brings. In my little Herschel bag, it does carry all of those things, minus the blanket. So it's great. I've got my little bag. There you go. You've got your first three rules, tips, whatever you want to call them, for um, you know visiting a public space with your dog. And before we give you the three plus one additional tips, um, here is a song from no other than Taylor Swift. It's off her new album, Evermore, which I'm a big Taylor Swift fangirl, so uh, this is called Tis the Damn Season. If I wanted to know who you were hanging with while I was gone, I would have asked you. It's the kind of cold fogs up windshield glass, but I felt it when I passed you. There's an ache in you, but there by the ache in me. same to you it's the same to me so we could call it even you could call me babe for the weekend tis the damn season right this time i'm staying at my parents house in the road not taking looks real good now and it always leads to you in my hometown i parked my car right between the methodist and the school Escaped it too. Remember how you 
to Dog Friendly KW Podcast. Uh, you just heard Tis the Damn Season by T-Swift. T-Swizzle. All right, everybody. We have an exciting segment for you this week. We are doing Dog Friendly KW's Celebrity Pup of the Week. Ooh. Ooh. Big honor. Woof, woof. <laughs> Oh, that was good. Okay. In this segment, we'll be sharing a pup who tagged Dog Friendly KW on Instagram. So, Mackenzie, who do we have as our celebrity pup of the week? So, this week we have two adorable little pepperonis. They are adorable. So, we've got Sprout and Sullivan this Shout week. Shout out! Yes. If you're interested, go check them out at Sprout and Sullivan, all one word. They are adorable. We've got a little Frenchie here, Sprout, and Sullivan, the Bernese Mountain Dog. Um, Bernese Mountain Dog. I just want to. Bernese. It's not a Burmese. It's a Bernese Mountain Dog. And oh my gosh, it, they are the cutest. So cute. This one's just a little pup. Looks like in their bio, born on July 14th. So just a month, e- month young. No, several months. One, two. Math, Justine. Several months younger than Marshall. I can't math. You know, that's fine. They're checking out here on Natural Area in this photo. Um, and it's just, it's so sweet. It's its from um, only like a, a week ago, but its there's no snow on the ground and they just look so perfect. And anyway, Sprout and Sullivan, check them out, guys. Our celebrity pups of the week. If you'd like to be featured in a future segment, please tag us on Instagram at dogfriendlykw. Dog Friendly KW! You're listening to the Dog Friendly KW podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie. So we're just going to jump right back into it. So we just went through the first three of six and a bit. Six and a bit. (laughs) Points. And uh, points about pet And 
Yeah, let's talk about number four. What is number four, Justine? Number four is to stay in tune with your dog. So lots of things to say about this this point. So if you're going out with your dog, uh, this I particularly think about um, patios, but it, I mean, it applies to breweries, it applies to stores, it applies when you're on a walk with your dog, right? Be in tune with your dog. Don't lose attention to them. It's really easy to if you're, you know, you're out with a couple of friends and you're having some drinks and you've got your dog there. Um, just make sure you're paying attention to them. You know, you have a good hold of their leash. Um, and particularly if you're drinking, you know, be a responsible dog owner. So Justine and I, not going to lie, we've been out a few times. We've had a couple bevies. We did do a tour of like wine country. Oh yeah, we did that. So we have had a couple (laughs) drinks with our dogs and yeah, the main thing is the more you drink, like you can't forget about your dog being there. Um, I'm just going to quickly tell a quick story just to relate it back to this point. Um, When Abe Herb was open, I went there for a early dinner and I brought one of my two dogs and I was just expecting to have a chill dinner, maybe have a beer with a friend and then head home. I arrived and there was this small chihuahua that was off leash. And this is at the tannery location. This is at the Charles Street Aberb location. Right downtown, right near the LRT, cruises right by there. And I was just shocked that this dog lunged at us. And like, it was a small dog and my dog is fine. Like I wasn't worried about my dog. I was just worried about that dog. And this dog ran right for us and I was just like, um, whose dog is this? Like that was the first thing I thought. People in public should always be able to tell that your dog is your dog. Mm-hmm. That should be uh that should be very overt. <laughs> I won't get too much into it, but the individuals who had this dog were clearly intoxicated and I looked at them right in the face and I was just like, you know, there's there's a very busy road right beside us. Maybe it's not a bad idea to leash your dog. And we had a very civil conversation and professional conversation about it. And she did. And she wanted to learn more about my dog, Willa. And we had a full-on conversation. But long story short, that was scary. Like, just to what happened if. So no matter the level of intoxication, maybe if you've had too many, go home. I'm, I hate to say it, but your dog is like always be aware of what is happening um who knows what could happen so that was a really eye-opening um I never thought that would happen and it did but just be careful yeah stay in tune with your dog they can um their fixation on things can change at a moment's notice I know um Really brief example with my dog, Marshall, because we go on a lot of walks, even since winter has started. I now wear my like big puffy jacket and I put my hood up and I find with my hood up and my myself all like zipped up, it's actually really hard for me to see him while I'm walking him. And even that much distraction, even though I'm very in the moment and focused on our walk, it's actually really hard for me to stay in tune with him because I can't fully see his body language unless I'm looking down at him. And even something as simple as his ears perking up tells me that he is fixated on something and then I need to get ready to correct him um, or respond to a situation if he reacts to something. So, I mean, in a nutshell, just, you know, pay attention to your dog, stay in tune with them. If you're bringing them out with you, you know, it's you're making a commitment to them to 
pay attention to them and keep them safe. And um, that includes keeping them on a leash. So we didn't include that as one of the rules because that's kind of a given. That's a that's a a given, and B, it's just you know a bylaw. So um, <laughs> we we didn't include it because that should just be followed without saying. But you know, lease your dog and stay in tune with your dog. So. We won't say any more about that, but let's go on to number five. I, I could rant and rave for five more minutes about that. No, I'm just kidding. I could do a whole episode <laughs> about keeping your dog on a leash. Oh, future episode possibly. I think that would just be a lot of heated rants from yours truly. So we'll see about that one. But I, yeah, the leash thing gets me. So yeah, let's go on to number five. Yeah. So this one is one that you as an owner just really need to own. And it's just, can your dog handle being in a public space? So what we mean by this is, is your dog dealing with any issues that would affect its behavior and or set it up for failure? So of course, we don't want to see your dog on a patio, you know, having a complete meltdown. Like, that's not fun. That's not fun for anybody. Even if I saw that, I would be sad. (laughs) So that being said, we do recognize that meltdowns can happen on a whim, but if your dog is struggling with particular challenges and if you think taking them out on a patio or into a store is going to be too much with them, then don't do that right away, right? Take baby steps. Small steps, yep. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Maybe the first time you go to Home Sense or Marshalls, you're just standing on the sidewalk watching people go in and out and watching the doors open and close. And that's as as far as you get. And that's totally okay. And maybe while you're working up to going to a patio, you go and spend time in, you know, Waterloo Public Square or maybe a little bit further away from Waterloo Public Square where your dog can see the action but isn't, you know, right involved in it, right? Set your dog up for success and it's up to you to be honest with yourself around, you know, what your dog is ready for. And if they're not ready to be in that stimulating of a situation, then that's okay. Definitely. I have uh, just quickly... Personally, Aladar, my one of two. Um, so in, in Dog Friendly KW, you're going to see more of my my big girl, Willa. She's really not that big, but she's not big at all. Big. <laughs> um, she is a solid dog. She, I literally, like fireworks can be going off. Like I can like literally bring her anywhere. And she's like, I don't care. I'm with you. We're good. Aladar um, has a bit of anxiety. Um, we'll talk about this in another episode. But Aladar has always been a nervous Nelly. Um, to say the least. And so with her, I've had meltdowns with her on a patio because we'll be on King Street on a patio and there'll be a motorcycle that goes by and she's just like, nope, not having it. So I think this is a really good segue into our last of the six points. And that's just to take a break. Yep. So if you're on a patio with your dog and if your dog, you know, is... And I say patio, but I mean any public place. It could I just be indoors at a brewery. It could be outdoors. It could be on a in a busy hiking trail, whatever. Yeah, wherever you are, if your dog's having a hard time, take a breather. Take a break, you know. Walk away with your dog and take that break. I will never forget after like a summer of perfect patio outings with Marshall. He was a sweet baby angel all summer long. So good on every patio I took him on and I took him to 
Bayfield with my friend Domenica and it was so it was the two of us and we were sitting at this like really janky metal table that like wasn't very sturdy and our like glasses of wine were really wobbly oh no the struggle Marshall's having a hard time he's flailing everywhere he's like trying to jump on me normally he just sat early down and then he just like resorted to like having his full-blown pep puppy tantrum where he was trying to bite me and he's flailing everywhere so I was just like we'll be back in a moment <laughs> and we went for like a honestly it was probably like a three minute walk walk down the road we walked back the like fight to get him off the patio nonetheless I felt like a parent carrying their screaming toddler <laughs> because everybody on the patio was just staring at me so I can like props to parents of the world who have had to carry a flailing small child out of a restaurant I feel you I can only imagine what that feels like but needless to say I took him for like a couple minute walk brought him back on the patio and he was okay sometimes all you and your dog need is just a good reset exactly yeah that reset and I find that for my dogs when they get antsy they don't really have temper tantrums anymore, but they get antsy. So I'll notice them like pacing more. I'm like, oh, my dog's got to pee. That's literally what I think. And whether they do or don't, I will go for a short walk, come back. And then they're like, oh, OK, we're here again. I'm just going to go to sleep because that's literally all they do. And sometimes you need a couple of breaths. So if you need to walk away and take a few breaths, I was telling Mackenzie the other day that I was on a walk with Marshall and he was being a tyrant. And he probably needed a moment, but I also needed a moment. And I just had to stop and take like five deep breaths uh, so that I could kind of calm down. And in that time, like I calmed myself down and I wasn't frustrated anymore. And we walked and he was fine the rest of the walk. So, you know, your dog picks up on your energies. So whether it's you or your dog needs that space, take that. Not a big deal. It's going to be better for both of you. For sure. With that being said, I think it's time we hear a song. I think it's time we hear a song. Kenz, what do you have for us today? I've got a great song Is it? by Bleachers. Oh, love Bleachers. Jack Antonoff, my boy. Don't Take the Money by Bleachers. Here you go. Somebody broke me once. Love was a currency. A shimmering balance act. I think that I laughed at that. And I saw your face and hands covered in sun Now we're stuck in the storm We were 
Welcome back to Dog Friendly KW Podcast. Uh, you just listened to uh, Don't Take the Money by the Bleachers. Good song. So just to wrap up here, our last point, that is our point five slash number seven point of our Game point of our list here is to have fun. So the main takeaway from all of this, like we're not trying to be Debbie Downers. We're honestly, we just want to keep dog friendly spaces in Kitchener Waterloo open to having dogs come back and having a polite dog is really the key to that. So thank you for listening to episode three of Dog Friendly KW's podcast here uh, with myself and Justine. We look forward to uh, having you next time. Watching the time slip away. Dog Friendly KW podcast is written and produced by us, Justine Sparling and Mackenzie Drinkwater with technical support and audio production from Matthew Repold. You can catch the podcast every Saturday at 11 a.m. on midtownradio.ca and make sure to follow Dog Friendly KW on Instagram to see all our many pup dates. Thanks for listening and we'll see you and your puppers around Dog Friendly KW soon. Yeah.